Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please adjust your picture settings so that you have a clear image to work with. Over this 4th of July weekend, I received two prophetic words from the Lord, actually several over the past week, but two of them were directly related to the United States of America, and both of them were dealing about the sins of America. I'm in the sin series at the moment, which is where I will be reading out the charges, the spiritual charges and indictments that the Lord has against this nation. It's not that God has nothing to say about other countries. The particular commission that the Lord has entrusted me with deals with the position of the United States in the world, how God positioned her and what God expected of her during her tenure as a great and a mighty nation, how she's led the Lord down and she's chosen the path of rebellion. America has turned her back on God. It is a fallacy for us to say this is a Christian nation because in order for a nation to be Christian, the majority of people in that nation have to be not only following and serving God in their hearts, but also in their deeds. True Christianity is where you have set aside the lordship of your own life to receive another Lord who is the Lord Jesus Christ. But when you are in a backslidden state, where nothing that you do, nothing that you say, nothing that you say, nothing that you champion, nothing that you stand for, and nothing that you vigorously fight for in public reflects the Lord Jesus Christ. Or even if there is an enclave among you that practices wickedness and you do not adhere to the truth of the Lord's word to root out that wickedness from among you and cast it aside so that the entirety of the congregation not really a church congregation, but meaning the group of people presented before the Lord as a nation, so that the entirety of the congregation can be purged, purified, and cleansed, then it is a false Christianity that you are practicing. You are following what Apostle Paul called another Jesus. You are not really known in heaven as a nation that does righteousness. And so because God is not one to hide his true feelings or stand beside stand behind a false wall where he keeps on dealing with the nation as if it followed him when in truth it doesn't the reason that the prophecies on this particular space are what they are is because the lord god has something to say to all the nations of the world who look up to america he has something to say to america herself and these are the things that i am bringing one thing I'd like to point out uh, for you to get the best use of the blog is this is a support channel for the blog, meaning that this is where I'm reading out the prophecies to create a video library for the over 300 prophecies that are on the website the master's voice. You can find everything about where to find the master's voice and where to find the individual prophecies in the description box below. Everything for this ministry is all also below. So you can go there and find out for yourself what God is saying. I always recommend it's better to read than to watch. 
I can't really get to everything because I'm trying to keep these videos moderately short and I don't always manage to, but on the blog, you can read each prophetic word and then you take your time to ruminate on it, which means to meditate on it, to chew it, to take time, to take it to the Holy Spirit, or even take it to your wise counselors, whoever is overseeing in your life or whoever you bounce stuff off of and pray as well and say, Lord, what are you saying to me in this situation? These words are harsh for a reason. America is deep in sin and she's also deep in delusion, meaning that she's deep in sin, but continuing to declare herself as righteous. She's deep in practicing abominations at the highest levels, things that God has destroyed other civilizations for. And yet she continues to present this image that she is a Christian country, deep in Christianity, full of Christians, when nothing could be further from the truth. Whenever you mention following God's ways sovereignly, straightly, and righteously, you'd be shocked to find in America that the people who rise up to condemn you, the people who rise to fight you, and the people who arise to accuse you the most are Christians. They rise up with these deceptions and fallacies like, oh, don't judge, and you don't know his struggle, and don't think that these excuses that we make for sin, we actually protect sin. We, we shelter it and say, oh no, don't talk about sin. You don't know the struggle that this person has with this sin. So don't talk about this sin and don't point out sin and don't call it sin. And what people don't realize is that God is not asleep. God is not the Balaam. God is not an Asherah pole or a pine grove as Israel used to go a whoring after in the Bible. He is a God of eyes and ears. He is the God that I saw coming down in the prophecy on the master's voice that is called fire. The God that I saw coming down in thick cloud and darkness that I just saw two eyes in those clouds watching people messing around on the earth. The Lord hears the things that the Christian community says. The Lord hears how quickly people rise up to defend sin by saying, don't identify sin because a person will feel bad. What you don't think about is that if a person is not made to feel bad for a moment, they have no reason to struggle against the sin and get out of it. And so people care more about the temporary feelings of one another in the church and they forget about the long-term thing that we are all working towards, which is salvation, and the thing that we should all be protecting with everything in us, which is our eternal souls. If you are ready to mortgage your soul or mortgage the soul of another person simply because you want to appear um, PC, you want to appear woke, or you want to walk in this fake compassion whereby you don't think that you can speak to another person or even at a larger scale, you don't feel that Christians are qualified to identify sin when in fact so much of the New Testament teaches us to not only identify sin in our midst, but condemn it, root it out, even benching people who practice sin for a while so that they can feel remorse and know that sin is not God's way for those who claim God's name. Then what you're doing is you are trying to appear acceptable for a very short period of time, which is this life, forgetting that there is an infinite period of time that comes after this life called eternity, by which you shall be judged by God according to the words of your mouth, according to the affections of your heart, according to everything that you stood up for, supported, 
and gave your strength to. If we don't keep these things in mind, the sin series has come. The Lord has sent me reading out these very difficult prophecies so that if you're the kind of person who does that, or you know people who do that, this is a clarion call. This is a wake-up call for each of us to truly examine the roots and foundations of what we claim is the practice of Christianity in our lives. And if we find that we are a little off to the left or a little off to the right, it is time for us to begin to seek God in prayer so that he will bring us back to the median, which is where we are walking on the narrow path. The only people that God is going to choose to enter heaven in the final days are the people who are found on the narrow path. Today's prophecy is not an easy one. It is entitled, Wrath is on the Land. I received this word from the Lord on July the 5th, and it was basically it was basically an amalgam of things that he had been commenting on all through July 4th weekend. So people have been celebrating the 4th basically since last month, at least in my neighborhood. People have been happy. They've been having cookout after cookout. They've been setting off the fireworks. Everybody's been happy and laid back as we lead up to the day of America's freedom and independence and her assertion of who she is as a nation. But God had very different views on what people were celebrating. And one of the things he was saying to me as I was listening to people setting off fireworks and people playing games was that America doesn't have any idea how many lasts she is celebrating. Now, you know, when a baby celebrates first, it's the baby's first time walking or the baby's first word or the baby's first crawl or basically first are the group of every time a baby does something for the first time, or even every time you've done something for the first time, each one of us has our memories that form our first. First time we ever took an international flight, first time we went to school, everybody has an album inside their heart of their first. But what the Lord was remarking on is how oblivious this nation is and her citizens are in that he said they are in a season of lasts. So I had the impression of last holidays and last family rituals and things that are very beloved to us here in the United States, Thanksgiving and things like that, celebrating them for the last time, but unaware that we're celebrating that. And so the Lord spoke to me conversationally, and therefore this prophecy will just be shared conversationally as he said it. He said that I should tell America that his wrath is heavy on the land. That he hears that often people are saying, oh, the children of God are not appointed to wrath and the children of God are not appointed to wrath. And he said to tell you to stop taking that scripture out of context. America has her own separate wrath. And as we go through this prophecy, you will understand why the greater wrath, which is in, I think it's 2 Thessalonians 5 and 9 or 1 Thessalonians 5 and 9, the greater wrath where it says the children of God are not appointed to wrath is actually talking about the day of the Lord, which is a day that will affect every nation, every country, and everybody all around the world. That has nothing to do with the separate punishment that the Lord has judged America with for her separate sins that she has committed separately. 
it will really help our understanding to know that America and the world are not synonymous. It may shock some people to know that the world doesn't revolve around this country and that there are tons of other nations out there who also have their own relationship with God, nations that God will reward, nations that God will punish according to what they have done, and that America is just one of the register of nations. So when God calls America's name for her own punishment, it has nothing to do with the bigger end of days global event that is called the day of the Lord. The United States will get her own punishment. And this is her judgment that I have been sent to read out in all these messages. And it has nothing to do with the day of wrath that everybody's always hiding behind. And so he said, many insist that there is no wrath for America, but he firmly says that there is. In fact, he says his wrath is laying on this nation like a heavy blanket from one end to the other and that he will not remove it. Instead, he will repay America in full for the sins that she has committed and she will, he will not leave one out. The word the Lord used is requite. I've spoken about this word on this channel many times. Requite means to pay somebody back with exactitude, which means that if it's 44.6 megatons of sin, the payment is 44.6 megatons of wrath. Not a penny more or not a penny less will be repaid to the offender, who in this case is the USA for the many abominations that the USA has committed in her entire history, God says that there will be repayment and that no one will escape the coming of this wrath except those that he sees are righteous. Now, I found this very interesting and he went on to explain it, that the righteousness he is talking about is not the false righteousness of today, where people walk around with this false sense of entitlement. I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. But when you expect when you inspect their personal lives, when you in ex inspect the things that they think, which are witnessed by the words of their mouths, their actions, what they prefer and what they choose when choices are put before them, you see that there is no child of God activity about them. Instead, their lives are filled with a manifest present presence of Satan, yet they are claiming to be children of God. God says that he will test the hearts of the people in America and he will decide who is righteous. And since there is no way to fake a true righteousness, only those who pass his test will be people that will be hidden and kept safe under his wings. So I had a, I had a vision as he was speaking and the first image that I saw was people kneeling in in sackcloth and crying out to the Lord. These people looked like they were people from the middle ages in, in terms of the hairstyles that they had and the sackcloth that was on them. And they were wearing piles and piles of it. And they were crying out to the Lord in a line in front of a very, very large and ornate gold altar. I saw that they were weeping and they were repenting for their own sins. And they were also interceding for others. And as I saw them, it was as if they were lifted into the clouds, but I realized that they weren't actually in the clouds, but that was their spiritual position because these people were truly righteous. And so their prayers had elevated them to a new level because the Bible says in James 5 and 16, that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. As I was observing these people, the Lord said, only those who bow and worship before my altar and repent completely of their sins will be spared and protected from these judgments. 
But everyone else, every single one, young and old, will receive the fullness of Babylon's judgments along with her. And the scripture for this, I will paraphrase it briefly. It says, after the glory of God had gone up from the cherubs, it moved to the threshold of the temple. And then the Lord called to one man wearing linen who carried a writer's inkhorn by his side and said to him, go through the city, all through the city, and put a mark on the foreheads of everyone who is sighing and crying over the abominations that are done in this land. And to the other men, these are six armed men carrying weapons. He said to them, go after this man who marks the righteous and kill have no pity and let your eye not spare. Utterly slay the old and the young men, the maidens and the little children and the women, but do not come near anyone who has this mark and start at my sanctuary. And so the men went out and they began to kill, starting with the elders who stood before the temple. The Lord has instructed me to bring this prophecy and this passage of scripture many times. This is Ezekiel chapter 9 and verses 3 to 6 or 7. Notice how no one was exempted from the sentence of death by reason of being too old or by reason of being a child or by reason of being a maiden or a woman or a youth such as a 16 or 19 year old who still has their whole life ahead of them. The only people who were spared were the people that God told this angelic man to mark on the forehead and say, this person is righteous according to godly righteousness. Therefore, mark them from for protection so that they will not be struck. So the Lord continued and said that every single person who has not separated himself from mystery Babylon's wickedness and abominable lifestyle, everyone who's practicing even a small measure of the kinds of sins, abominations, adulteries, and fornications that mystery Babylon, being the United States of America, is famous for, will be destroyed and fall by sword, pestilence, which is very contagious and dangerous diseases, by war, by captivity, by invasion, by poor health, by being exposed to the elements, meaning either homelessness or being chased out into the forest when, when, other, when other more powerful people come and chase people out of their homes, by beasts of the field, he said, people will die, and by other untold forms of wickedness that he has not yet revealed. And he said the reason that wickedness will destroy America is because America is the home of wickedness, and so that is the fitting punishment for her. The Lord kept saying that if anyone clings to any of the sins that are practiced here. Now, I mentioned earlier in the video that it is a common practice now in the Christian community that you can't speak about sin. You can't rebuke sin. You can't even identify sin. And yet I ask you today, if you will not, or if we are not allowed to identify what is sin and what is unlawful conduct in God's eyes, then how can anyone have the understanding of how to walk in what pleases God? If you are not able to say emphatically and definitively, this is unlawful before the Lord, this is not acceptable in the community of those who name themselves by God's name, then how can those of the temple, meaning those of the church, as well as those outside, know what conduct is 
unacceptable to God in order to purge themselves from it, receive the receive the salvation that comes from God and enter into fellowship and oneship with Christ. God continued to talk about sin and said that when the day of judgment for America comes, the benchmark will be not what you thought you were doing right or wrong in the sight of God. The Lord will not ask anyone, what was your individual standard for what was sinful? Did you think that LGBTQ was sinful? Did you think that having abortions was sin sinful? Did you champion any abortions? Did you champion any of this lifestyle or that lifestyle? Were you really stuck up in vaping, taking of various narcotic drugs? Did you just allow your body to be a place for fornication? Were you out there sleeping with the spouses of others and you did not feel convicted because he told you his wife was not understanding or she told you she didn't feel loved? If any life is found to be identified with the sins that this country is known for, too many to list, though I have made over a hundred videos listing them. The Lord says that that person who is found identifying with, clinging to, supporting or committing any sin of Babylon will be destroyed along with Babylon herself in the day that he stands up to judge her. And so when the Lord said, stands up to judge her, I had a vision and I saw the Lord Jesus Christ in a normal courtroom. It was just a dark wood courtroom, the kind that we have here in the United States all the time. There were people in the background seated in both galleries be be behind the defendant and behind the prosecution. The Lord was wearing these blinding white robes. And as he stood up, he had only one sheet of paper. So he didn't have the stacks of papers that lawyers usually use when they go to court. He had one sheet of paper and on that sheet of paper was written every sin that America had ever committed. As soon as the Lord stood up before he could even open his mouth to plead his case before the throne or before the bench of the judge whom I could not see America, the defendant fainted. She fainted instantly. She was sitting by herself and she had no lawyer, just as the Lord Jesus had no attending counsel. Each of them sat at their tables by themselves. But as soon as Jesus stood up before he could open his mouth to begin his case against America, she fainted because she knew she was absolutely guilty. And she also knew, and even I felt it, that the punishment that the Lord was going to seek against her was greater and harsher than any nation has ever received in the histories of nations ever. This is greater than all the countries that have been wiped away by lava, all the countries that God allowed their enemies to come and take off their clothes and take them into captivity, stripped naked to work there for a hundred years until the entire generation died. Every country that ever sank into the sea and has never been found again, America's punishment was going to be worse than any nation that has ever existed, ever. And so the Lord said, for the children you have killed and for the blood you drink and are still drinking to this day, for the cries of the souls that are in the dungeons of the damned, the people who are crying out to me night and day for justice that has still not come, I will judge you. I will judge you for fornication. I will judge you for immorality. 
The Lord said that the beds in America have become altars and all day the bodies of the wanton and the fornicators are offering up sexually charged sacrifices to the Balaam. Now, if you don't know what the Balaam is, the Balaam is just a biblical term for a various assortment of demons, demonic lords, evil spirits, and physical idols that people used to worship in the old days. And so most people don't know that when they're engaged in sexual sin, the, the energy that comes off you, not only the kinetic energy, the physical, natural energy, there are powerful spiritual energies that come off the human body when it is engaged in that act. It is for that reason that the Lord Jesus only wants marriage to be practiced between one man and one woman in the sanctity of the marital home, of the marital bed. But... When you do these things, you create a lot of illegal energy. And this is what charges and feeds demonic spirits, demonic energies, demonic entities. And this is why, as I've revealed in many prophecies on the blog, as the Lord has shown me, so many spiritual powers will come to this earth in the final times. They have been given carte blanche by our behavior, by our appetites that are not submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ because we are so wanton and so lewd, especially here in the United States. This will be a place where there will be so many beings that your eyes will never wish to see. And this is a direct revelation of the Lord that I have said more times than I can count in the last four or five years. The Lord says, and I quote, your beds have become altars and you offer up sacrifices day and night on them to demons and false God. You lack prudence and you are depraved in your hearts. Hear my word. Americans do in bed what even the temple prostitutes of the ancient false religions refused to do. That is how fallen and how diseased they are in their hearts and minds. Therefore, I will strip this nation naked and I will carry them in ships into the captivity from which there will be no return. They are celebrating their last. They play before me like wild goats on the hills and therefore I will answer their burning for sin with the burning of my wrath towards them in the flesh. As the Lord was speaking this, I saw a third vision and it was just a confused, like when you play a video, but you play it slightly faster so that the pictures move fast. And I was glad for that because these were all naked people in a very dark room and one big bed engaged in every different type of sexual immorality, male and female, every skin color under the sun that you can imagine. And so these pictures were playing rapidly in front of me. And um, around this bed, there were fires. You know, you know the kind of fire that you put on a stick and you usually see it at a seance or at those rituals or something like that. There were fires burning all around this bed and outside the presence of the fire. So outside of the light, standing away from the light so I could not see them, there were various very tall and huge demonic shapes standing around this bed watching these people do this.
this. And I saw a lot of black women in these beds and I'm not going to cover that up or lie about it. Many of the people that I saw, God showed me their bodies and I saw their skin color. There were a lot of black women in these beds as part of the greater group that were using immoral sex to anger the Lord. And so I saw wings on some of the entities that were standing in the shadows. Wings are something that I constantly warn about on the master's voice because these are indicative of the presence of the fallen angels here. I've been telling people for a long time that God said that the penalty for abusing your flesh will not just be in the end times. Oh, I caught an STD or, oh, I got pregnant. The Lord says that you are going to attract powerful spirits physically and spiritually, which means the ones that have bodies that can be seen and the ones that are spiritual that can't be seen, but that trouble you in your flesh and you feel it. He said that part of the punishment that people will have to deal with is that these entities will return exactly as it was in the days of Noah and they will attach to you and you will not be able to get rid of them because that is the punishment for the immorality that you constantly choose to walk in. And so the Lord was bringing this to a close and he said that there will be no difference in punishment for the one who keeps playing in sin, especially sexual sin, and the ones who don't care and, and embrace it as their lifestyle. There are a lot of people who embrace sexual immorality not only as a lifestyle but as their right. As someone who spends a lot of time mentoring and counseling people, I even see online especially that people are out there teaching things, fallacies and wicked error, saying things like, if God didn't want you to use your body to feel good, he wouldn't have given it to you. That type of logic is equal to saying, if God didn't want you to murder people, he wouldn't have given you hands. The hands that God have give, has given us are not to work iniquity. And the body that God has given us is so that we will be able to represent his glory male and female, to enjoy our physical universe, which is where he has put us. God didn't put us in a vacuum, in a bubble, or in a lake. He has placed us in a physical universe and given us many beautiful things here to enjoy. But people are out there teaching that because you have a body, you have a right to defile it. And yet the Lord says that this body is his temple where his precious spirit dwells, which means if you drive out the spirit of the Lord from the body, what other spirits do you think will move in to an empty house? And so these are the direct words of the Lord. The father said that when mystery Babylon is judged, this will happen. The nation will be drawn and quartered into many pieces. For students of history, they understand that when something is drawn and quartered, it's the death of that thing. If you draw and quarter a horse, or if you draw and quarter a man, it literally means that you tie it here and here and by the two feet, and then you take a sharp saw or a sword and you cut it into multiple pieces. And then you take the different parts and divide them with conquerors. So God said that America will be drawn and quartered. He said that she will be divided. He said the nation will be split right down the center like a grapefruit. And then the pieces of it will be divided between very great powers that will come here to capture all of America's riches and take all of her people away to be servants and slaves to other masters. There's a whole series on that. You can 
you can watch the video on this channel called America in Chains. You can also watch the three or four part series that I did called Send for Their Flesh, where I explained in detail what the Lord said would happen. There's also another video on this channel called Flesh China and another one called Flesh Russia. If you look among the register of my videos, you can find every single video that speaks out this particular part of the prophetic word where God says, because Americans hate to wear clothes so much and they hate to be moral and holy people, the punishment for them, the punishment for everyone who practices this sort of life and does not repent will be that when Russia and China come here, the characteristic of captivity in America will be that people will be stripped naked. They will be bound and they will be taken into captivity to those two nations. And there I saw that people were made to work. What the Bible calls working in brick and mortar, I saw that people were made to labor without rest building. They built highways, they built bridges, they built buildings. So I just want to say to everyone who is laboring under this misconception that the judgment of America is equal to rapture timing, that America cannot be judged because no, 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 God won't allow that. The rapture has to come and save American Christians. I just want to let you know that when the downfall of this nation came in the, in the visions that God has shown me for at least six to seven years, People were taken into captivity and there was nothing that raptured anyone. People were captured as slaves and taken away if they were not used in bordellos and if they were not used in sexual brothels until they perished. I saw the women. I saw how their hearts broke because they were separated from their husbands and children. Women out there who are living sexually immoral lives, single women who just think it's my, it's my last time at college or it's my last time I'm going to travel the world and just try out the men in Japan and try out the men in Korea. I saw these women of every background and color. They were separated by age. They were separated by their identifying characteristics. Some of the captors were interested in people because they had gray eyes and green eyes and blue eyes. And some of the captors, captors were interested in women who were thicker and heavy set, which you find usually in the Latin American and the black communities. They were divided by what interested these men. There were even women that were taken here and made to be sister wives meaning that they had to sleep with the forces that came here. That type of woman is called a comfort woman. And the reason she's called a comfort woman is because when a soldier comes all the way from the far East or all the way from the top of Europe and fights a hard battle and finally wins when everything is over and the land is subdued, that man needs comfort because his wife is all the way back in Kiev, all the way back in Shanghai, and he needs something to take the edge off. And it's going to be you if you are in sin. It's going to be you if you think that I take time out of my workday to sit here and make videos about nonsense. I saw that people were taken into captivity and they worked and worked until their hearts gave out. I saw that some of the women were not strong. They had absolutely no resilience in them whatsoever. And they died just the way a flower dies when you don't water it for two weeks. But other women were stronger and they had longevity. I saw that people were given drugs to make them extremely 
strong and to give them stamina and people worked basically until their hearts gave out i saw children i saw children questing asking for their parents crying and a voice came from heaven i saw a little blonde girl in captivity far off in those cities that they called ghost cities in china you know the cities that they have built the cities that they have in China now that are empty and the Wall Street Journal and all the so intelligent people in Washington, D.C. and New York mock them and say, why would China build all these cities and then there's no people living in them? Those cities are waiting for occupants. I won't go so far as to say who those occupants will be. I saw a little blonde girl and she was asking where her parents was and she was asking and saying that she wanted to go home and a voice spoke from heaven and said, this is home now. There is no other home for you anymore. And so the same judgment that God judged Israel in the Bible for, because they were whores, because they were sexually immoral, because they raised up idols to provoke God to anger, because they raised up icons and gave worship and human sacrifices and murder and basically forsook the Lord their God. The exact judgment that God gave Israel so long ago when you study these prophecies, is the exact type of judgment that the Lord has pronounced on America. And so this is the word that I have been given over the, over the 4th of July weekend. Wrath is on the land. My name is Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. I wrote quite a bit of teaching underneath this prophecy, so it is worthwhile for you to visit the blog and see it for yourself. I also put quite a few links in the prophecy, so if you look in the description box, you'll see this prophecy, and when you go there, you'll see quite a few others. I also mentioned quite a few videos that you can check out if you are interested to know more about what this channel is about. This is an end times prophecy channel, meaning that I am not handling the general matters that we talk about in church or things that we don't even know about. The commission the Lord has given me is to talk about things that we traditionally avoid in Christianity, is to reveal and expose things that we don't even know about. So I would appreciate it if you are a new subscriber. I have a lot going on. I am a very busy person and it is therefore paramount on my heart between running the blog and the multiple platforms that the Lord has given me to get this information out as expeditiously as I can. Please go to the blog and read the prophecies for yourself because a lot of your questions are answered in them. I'm not able to get to every comment. If I'm not able to respond to your comment, please take the initiative to go to the blog, use the search box and do a little homework for yourself. We're not in the age where a person can afford to spoon feed you the answers that you're looking for simply because you think you're entitled to them. So please take the initiative for your yourself and go and research and also understand that this is not a prophecy playlist that I'm running here. I don't prophesy according to messages that I see in the comments section. Okay. God is the one who tells me what to say. And then I say it. So if that is not enough, if what is on this channel does not give the average viewer or subscriber enough to think about, then I really don't know what else I can add. To everyone else, those of you who support this channel, those of you who send me financial blessings, I thank God for you so much. 
You are a blessing. I pray for you all, whether you sow into this ministry or not. And it is always visible in the blog posts. I am praying for the growth of the faith of the people who watch these videos. You will not be able to bear or tolerate the difficulties of the times ahead. Even before we get to these days, there are other difficulties that will come that I've covered. Um, financial crash in the United States, the fact that the currency will lose almost 60% of its value. I've covered um, natural disasters. I've covered um, difficulties in the economic space. I've covered how America will lose her international influence. People will simply not care about what this nation has to say anymore. They will ignore her at the conferences. Nobody will wait for America to arrive before they start the meeting. They'll go on without you. And when your diplomats are mad, they won't care. I've covered so many of these things. And if you are patient and if you are interested in more than a quick prophecy bite. If you really want to strengthen your faith and deepen your relationship with the Lord, then this is the place for you. And you are very welcome to all the resources that are here. I pray for everyone all the time that we will become stronger in Christ Jesus. And until I see you again, I am Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. May the Lord Jesus bless you. And until next time, goodbye.